Smarty people are happy people. They smile all the time because they're feeling fine. Because it's smarty time. Smarty people make funny faces, clap their hands. They're smarty fans, you know the taste is grand. We're all living in smarty land. But Most bad guys won't believe A bulletproof coat, a cannon hat Machine gun cane with a rat tat 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 By foreign spies, his disguise Takes him many places, he's a squirrel of many faces Who's that? Oh, who's that? Put on Who's that? Eight and a half years I've been doing this show, and that was the first time I've used the Secret Squirrel cartoon music as an intro. <laughs> Welcome to episode 479 of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. My name's Armitage, and over the course of the next hour, more if Team Rock Radio would offer me a weekly two-hour slot, I'm going to be playing you music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. And now the other intro. <laughs> So dry and I got some shakes Again, morning, again, headache Again, morning, again no idea what happened but i wasn't really into last week's show actually quite possibly could have been post-holiday come down coupled with the death of lemmy and the latest classic rock landing on my doormat still carrying adverts for motorhead's uk tour and donnington appearance obviously it had been printed just before christmas with phil Leonard on the cover marking the 30th anniversary of his departure last time i saw phil coincidentally enough was at motorhead's 10th anniversary gig anyway as soon as Motorhead and Overkill had both finished playing at the top of last Saturday's show, I just wanted it to leave it there. That would have been episode 478, finished there and then. When I was listening to it back, with a few exceptions, I felt like I was going through the motions, picking the longest tracks I could find, so I didn't have to think or say too much. Fortunately, for the Wall Rock Radio listeners, my show for them last Tuesday, that was the 5th of January Future listeners, which was a compilation of episode 477, and 478, I got myself together, even if I was fighting off a severe case of man flu, which I've still got, as you can hear. To wit, the owner of my firm I work for said that I sounded like the rhino of love, which I didn't really feel the need to correct him. So let's push on with some new material and Denim Goat, who feature Nicky Borg, Danny McKenzie, Richie Butts, Max Diesel and latest recruit from Crucified Barbara, Ida, Eveline with their cover of, as we were talking about him, Phil Linnett's 19.
Ginger Wildheart was to issue a statement saying that it was just going to take the rest of the year off, put his feet up, spend time with his family just chilling, I think we'd all go, well, well that was well deserved. However, the Facebook message that he posted over the festive period foretold of a country album, the understandably delayed words and music book, and the eagerly awaited second Hey Hello album, and tour to promote it. He also said in a separate post, expect lots of vinyl in 2016, so cue much rubbing of hands with glee. The first Hey Hello album seemed to have been a vehicle for vocalist Victoria Ledicki, with Ginger providing the drums, bass and guitars and obviously writing duties. However, for the second album, it's much more of a band effort with The Rev from Day 21 and The Howling, Toshi from Anti Products and I from Trip Time Miami, who toured to support the first album, are now fully ensconced in the recording of album number two. Unfortunately, Victoria, although very popular with the fans of the band, was not invited back to participate on the new album. Instead, her place was given to Hollis Mahadi. I just should give up speaking, really, and pronouncing words. Um, who normally can be found singing away in the Love Zombies. Well, where Victoria's stage presence seemed to be very ditzy and coy, along the lines of Laura Ashley, Holly is very much more explosive, not only grabbing the ball by the horns, but probably by the bollocks as well. Here's the first single from the new album, which is called Automatic Love. No, the single, not, not the album. Oh, oh shut up.
talking of the latest classic rock magazine, as we were, I spied Dirtbag Republic's self-titled CD once again in the review section. I say once again, as I'm sure a few months ago it was in Sleaze Grinders' um, oh, Sleaze review section. Well, it's been promoted to the main section with Johnny Shark giving it 8 out of 10, using words such as wild hearts, backyard and babies. Glad to see the rest of the world are finally catching up with us. And just in case you missed hearing them last time I played them, which was on episode 465, was it 65? Anyway, the track I heard then was their cover of The Professionals, Boys in Blue. But now... For your delectation, the track I'm going to foister upon you is Can You Feel It? And yes, yes I can. good to see squirrel favourites making it into mainstream magazines on the same page as the Dirtbag Republic review were the Carpretters and Psycho Punch's latest offerings however a band unfortunately I don't think will be seeing in the pages of a glossy magazine whoa J.K.O.'s moment uh, are Lunatics that's L-L-U-N-A-T-I-K-S who hail from Vilonga, which is between Valencia and uh, Benidorm in Spain. It's a band sing exclusively in their native tongue, hence their probable exclusion from classic rock etel. To be honest, I've not listened to their two releases, which are uh, High Energy Rock and Roll EP and the Ultra Rock album 
all the way through yet as I'm still waiting for my 228 gigabyte SD cards and external hard drive to return so I can hook up my new device to X Duo to my car stereo. So I've been limited to a memory stick. However, what I have heard certainly floats my refugee boat. The track I'm going to play you is fucking TV. Reason being, apart from it's good, is out of the 13 tracks I have to choose from, it's one of the three that the title is in English, making it easy for me to pronounce. aforementioned catalogue is available to download from their Bandcamp site for free and we like free tonight tonight being the 9th of January future and non-wall rock radio listeners I'm up at the 100 club to see the UK subs who along with the likes of the Anti-Nowhere League GBH Discharge and Chelsea taking part in the 11 day resolution festival at the aforementioned venue I think that uh you could have got a 60-quid ticket that would have allowed you to gain entry to all 11 dates. I did contemplate it. However, the travelling up in the car would have been a nightmare. Three and a half hour round trip to do 20 miles. Public transport would have been faster, but at 12 quid a day, travel car works out at £132 for all 11 dates. 
So the subject is tonight. Uh, plus GBH clash with my daughter's parents evening. So we're going to have our own mini resolution festival right here, right now, with for you from the Anti Nowhere League. Give me fire, GBH. The more I see, discharge and the right to work, Chelsea. And the UK subs for you. with Warhead. I shall give. <laughs>
band that was conspicuous by its absence from the Resolution Festival was The Damned. It's been 10 years since rap Brian Manny and Casey Chaos played The 100 Club. I've got tickets number one and two. And it's been nine years since The Damned proper played there. Now, not wanting to read too much into this, but I will. Captain, in a Facebook post on the 3rd of January, picked up Brian James's latest album, The Guitar That Drip Blood, even going so far as to mention Brian's gig at the Hope and Anchor on the 29th. I mean, there's no reason for him to mention the album or gig. Hopefully, this means that the 40th anniversary will be seeing more than just the current lineup on stage. The last time Captain Rat and Paul Gray recorded together was for Captain's Revolution Now album, which came out way back in 1989, and the brilliant a riot on Eastbourne Pier. A great typical drumming from Rat. No one really sounds or plays like him. Paul Gray, my all-time favourite bass player. What is not to like? <laughs> You'll tell Sergeant Leopard, loving the weather, I've not had such fun for years. A riot on Eastbourne Hill, a riot on Eastbourne Hill. Don't wanna go home, I'm not used to the cold, tough rolling is good and weird. All those crazy people, they know that they are too.
In a six degrees of separation, the Damned are playing on the same day as Guns N' Roses at the Coachella Festival in April, unfortunately, and unfairly, further down the bill. Are people really going crazy bonkers apeshit over Guns N' Roses reunion? Or is it just media hype? I'm slightly interested, only in the fact is who's going to be in the band. So far, it looks like it's just Axel, Duff and Slash. So a reunion in the loosest possible term. It's a bit like having a Happy Days reunion without Richie and Ralph Mouth, but Roger Phillips and Laurie Beth Allen. And don't get me started on Chuck Cunningham. I've only seen Guns N' Roses three times at the Marquee on the Monday, which is the 22nd of June. I thought they were all right. I thought they'd give the queer boys a run for the money, who I saw two days earlier. Second time was at Hammersmith, Odin, in 87, with the last time being Wembley in 1982. I don't feel the need or point in seeing them again, whatever. And whoever is in the lineup. However, Appetite is still one of the greatest debut albums ever. I see your sister in a Sunday dress. She's on the breeze, she pounds her best. She's on the tape, no need to try. dramatically since I first started collecting and listening to it uh, but I still get excited about bands and music today just in the same way as I did when I saw the Beatles in A Hard Day's Night Slade on top of the Pops doing Come On Feel The Noise Motorhead also on top of the Pops doing Bomber with Captain Sensible down the front and when I first saw the helicopters at the garage Beat Slang as you heard on last week's show I am now falling all over fortunately my daughter is following me down the same path just before Christmas 
We're in Bromley High Street, and as we walked past HMV, she called me over and pointed to one of those retro turntables in the window and exclaimed that she really wanted one. My obvious question to my Apple-loving music streaming daughter was why. She replied in a hushed tone, that apparently the sound is better and the artwork is bigger. I'm not sure who was embarrassed more, my daughter or the other shoppers as I jumped up, punching the air, shouting yes. The next question was which album she required. It seems all of One Direction's albums are available on vinyl, but I wanted to get her something, you know, more rock. The Ramones are an obvious choice, well, for me, but which one? I did think about Mondo Bizarro. But Andy P from Fear and Loathing recommended, I think, End of the Century Plus, Green Day's Dookie as a gateway album, which coincidentally, whilst we're having our Christmas dinner, listening to One Direction, picking their favourite albums and bands, one of them, don't ask me which one, chose the aforementioned Dookie. It's a shoo-in. This is The Cruel Intentions and Genie's Got a Problem. Still, not going to stop me from going to the subs gigs, wild horses and all that. So I'm going to leave you with the Heavy Eyes. I'm not too familiar with their output, except there are three pieces from Memphis, Tennessee. And their latest album, which came out in November, is called He Dreams of Lions. Although Last FM describes them as psychedelic bluesy rock from the Delta that sounds similar to a skeleton driving a speedboat on a flaming Mississippi River heading back to 1969. This is Modern Shells from the aforementioned album. Until next week, thank you for listening, whether it's on Podbean, the official Paranoid Squirrel website, or even the Wall Rock Radio for the East Midlands. Take it easy.
the back when Vera and Dave came by and said, Come along for a picnic. And I was going, but Charlie said, He says I'd better tell Mum where I'm going. So we told him to wait while we went and asked. But Mum was talking to the milkman, and she talked such a long time that when I had asked her and she'd said yes, the others had gone. Mum asked us why we hadn't gone, and when I told her, she said we'd been good for not going, and would we like a day out with her instead? <laughs> Charlie says, always tell your mummy before you go off somewhere, so she knows who you are with. <laughs>